Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's issue of the Neon Nerds Podcast, where we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. We are your hosts. I'm Phil McNulty. I'm Ryan Brady. And welcome to episode 19. 99. <laughs> of the Neon Nerds Podcast. So today, we, we're gathered here. We watch, just watched. Today's episode is going to be about the Captain America movie from the 90s. Yeah, we were prepping for Civil War. We're getting yeah, ready. Yeah, this is our Civil War prep. Because this will probably be the next episode. I'm not even sure when it comes out. Well, this will well, this will probably because the Cat movie we're it's recording May 6th. now is yeah, so yeah. it's in what two weeks. Yeah. So this will come out probably the week before the movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe we will have seen the movie. Possibly. Po- but we can't pass up next week's issue. Yeah. Ep- episode twenty. Yes. So. Yeah, we just thought about it. So, yeah, we have a good idea. Uh, so, but we would be remiss. If we didn't talk about the events that happened earlier in the week. Yep. Uh, on, what was it, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday afternoon, uh, we the world got a lot less funky, a yeah. lot less cool. Uh, Prince, his purple majesty has moved on beyond this world. And we're all left just reeling, really, because he was only 57. Yeah, it was out of, it was out of the blue. Mm. Like, I mean, because we, we also lost... For us 90s fanatics, we lost a, a, a member of the Attitude Era. We lost China. The ninth wonder of the world. Yeah. yeah. Don't treat her like a woman. Don't treat her like a man. Just treat her like you know me. <laughs> she was 45 too, right? She was, yeah. But she, her, she, was, her, she was kind of expected. Like, yeah. I mean, her... Oh, uh, yeah. After the Attitude Era, she kind of just was she like... She went on drugs yeah, and it was, it was a rough road for her. So you knew like something... But you think of Prince... Like, he was touring his ass off. Yeah, he was actually, he was doing this piano microphone tour. Mm-hmm. And then we hit, like, I was, we're still getting over Bowie. Like, yeah. we didn't, like. Can you imagine that concert and, in heaven right now? Oh, I thought I was, like, I was, like, thinking, because I, I liked Bowie and I liked Prince. And I was, like, oh, do people put those two together? But it, I saw a lot of, like, posts of, like, half of it was Prince's head and half of it was a, a Bowie's head, like Aladdin, Aladdin Sane. So I was, like, oh. Yeah, like those two were like top for me. You got it. You got it. I be they were they were beyond just musical artists. Yeah. They were art. Yeah. Like you think of we were just because we just listened to Trust <laughs> before we before we started recording because uh, for I know I was born in 1987, so my real first you know the first awareness I had of the Joker was the his smashing of the museum. The Party Man. Oh, yeah. What a great song that is, too. Oh, it was... Cause, so, it's like, I was introduced to Joker and the Prince, and uh, Joker and Prince at the same time. Yeah, you put them together. You're like, yeah. Joker is Prince. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, especially with Trust and he's throwing the money out and he hits the cues, like the arms up and down, and the... And the oh, that's oh. so great. It's... I, oh, hell. New king in town. Oh, I'll tell you what his name is. Party man. Party man. Rock a party like I don't care. Let's let's. Uh, this is gonna be a musical episode. Oh. People who listen to the pod know that we sing. Yeah, that's. We did Elton John in the last episode. Which yeah. Eltonjohn.com. And we're gonna start putting the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll and we'll uh, those all the episodes will be up on YouTube. The videos have been gone. The video pods have basically too yeah. much work. 
Yeah, yeah. It is. It's too much work, and people just want to listen. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, why not? We'll give the people what they want. Yeah, and we're too cheap to put like a buy a whole SoundCloud thing. A hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, like if someone, space. if someone out there wants to start a Kickstarter for us, we're not gonna do it. But if they wanna, if they wanna, <laughs> otherwise they'll be free on YouTube. Yeah, which isn't too much to ask. We never ask for anything. Not from, not from, not from <laughs> listeners. Only from Pizza. Oh wait, we we did, we did, we, we did, we did one Spider Gwen. But that's all right. This the the hunt. You know, you can put that, put that hunt on pause. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> because I have, a, I know of one listener of the show. Oh. So. We have one, uh, but <laughs> but it was cool because when it happened, I, I was I texted Phil and I was like, dude, Prince. And then we were both sharing our Prince stories. Like yeah. Prince has been like in our both of our lives. Yeah, it's like you said when you got out of college, like you were pretty bummed. Yeah, because you when I went into when I went into college, it was like four years of awesomeness, and it's like for someone who was told like like besides the only people who told me to pursue a career in art were my parents. So it's like when you got to college, you had professors saying pursue here's what we're going to do to make you the best of what you want to do in art and had like fellow students like we had like a clique almost sort of which was just like the art students because they kind of, they had a different building for the arts so mm-hmm. we all knew each other from there we didn't know anybody else from the main part of the <laughs> of the of the campus we only knew people so we we're like whoa who are these people where have you come from we didn't even know there was a world outside the arts building you're like the mutants yeah so when I got out of college, it was, you know, jobs were hard to come by. Like when I was first out, I, all I wanted to do was be a comic book artist, you know, but you have bills to pay and you're like, well, what can the job I can get in art? So you apply and then you're like, well, I'm kind of depressed because I'm no longer in a career. I'm no longer with artsy people. All my friends are kind of gone across the state. So it's like when doves cry. Oh. Kate was like, all right, I, I'm going to listen to this, and this is going to help. Maybe you're just like my mother. She's never satisfied. She's never satisfied. And I like the part. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and that, that outro. <laughs> Boom. It's... No, that's... Uh, when, I, when I got... When I started college, actually, I was going to Camden County... I had like an iPod, and I was like, I was never like into music, like big into music. Like growing up in the '90s, my brother was like all into Nirvana, had all the CDs. Yeah. I had one CD. It was the Digimon album from the <laughs> Digimon movie, Digimon? which is actually a pretty good soundtrack. But uh, so when it was when I had the iPod, I was like, what am I gonna put on here? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, you know, I like that one Prince song that comes on the radio. So I I got like I bought like Purple Rain. Okay. And I've only ever heard. At that point, I had only ever heard the radio edit Purple Rain. Okay. Do you know the radio edit cuts out the solo at the end? Yeah. So it's only three minutes. And I liked it. Yeah. And I, uh, when I broke up with Brendan in high school, mm-hmm. like I would play that song and be like, and I would think like, I never meant to cause you any trouble. <laughs> never meant to cause you any pain, Brenda. And I'm crying. And I was in the Camden County bookstore. And I heard Purple Rain was on. I was like, oh. And it got to the point where it usually cuts off. Yeah. And it was Prince was on the guitar, and I was and like my whole world like opened up. It was like, 
There's more. This is longer than three minutes. They. It's funny because when I was driving over here, I was trying. I was listening to the radio. I'm like, there's got to be some, state, some station that's dedicating their entire weekend to Prince. Like, exactly. You have so much. You have such a musical catalog that you can play, that you don't even need to just. You know, you don't need to play anything else. You can play, and you can even play the artist of the songs that he wrote for for them too. Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. Right. So you can be like, here's the total. The national treasure. Exactly right. And they played the full version of Purple Rain. Oh, good. And I was like, and when he is singing along with his with the guitar solo, you're like, very few musical artists, their voice is an instrument. And his voice was oh, an instrument. Most definitely. Yeah. So I was like, when he was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's just perfect. You don't, so. Oh, I cry maybe every time. Oh. There's actually. This is what it sounds like when nerds cry. That's what this episode's called. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be. I want, I'm gonna take a picture of you later in the steamy bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotta get it. Uh. <laughs> uh, see, I was because I was thinking because when I was listening to like the radio, right, and I was like, they're not. I was thinking of songs that they wouldn't play. I was like, they're probably not gonna play tr- the Batman songs. They're not gonna play Party Man, Bad Dance, Trust, yeah, yeah. right? I was like, they're certainly not gonna play Sexy Motherfucker. Oh, isn't right? that a fantastic song? Like, I don't know how how does he do it? And he's like. You sexy motherfucker. I was thinking, like, this what that was so groovy, so funky. Oh, right? I was like, what a great. Then, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, and it got me to think because then I was like, and then I thought of Cream. Oh, Cream is such a yes. Cream is such a great video too. Oh, when he's in the when look, he's it's it's the sex version of a hard day's night. <laughs> Ah, ah. <laughs> Yo, you know like, what? Prince, what are you going to do for your next song? Prince, Prince. And then he's being chased by the women, so he's running away. Look, we I might not even get to we might not even get to Cat's America in this episode. Yeah. I've always wanted Prince's hair. Like, yeah, yes, I want Purple Rain hair, but in that video, if you guys can find the cream video, yeah, in the it. beginning, he has, like, ultimate Wolverine yes. hair. Yes. But when he, when he puts it up, he can, like, it can be down, it's... he can put it up, and you're like, Shit! What is going on here? I don't care. Yeah, awesome. you're like I don't know. He's an exquisite like creature, and 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 like I just want to watch him it's... running through the train station like his silk pajamas. Oh my god, that w- the way it flows because he's wearing a <laughs> suit and then he's wearing like a, an overcoat. Oh my god. Yeah, he's got like that shaggy lion mane, and yes. then like, but when it's time for him to play the song, oh, it's... queen, get on top. I, I, he made. He made a ba- he made a song about Batman you can fuck to. Friends. <laughs> are, are we talking about Bat Dance? Yes, we're talking about Bat. Oh, I, I listened to Bat Dance the other day. Oh, there's and where and where is the Batman? Oh. And like so, in the beginning he's shaggy hair. In the video we're talking about, yeah, in the beginning yeah. he's shaggy hair, Prince. Mm. But when he hits that guitar solo, like keep busting. You're like, holy shit, you're taking me to it. But he's also Gemini in that yes, video. Yes, he is. And, I mean, both of us are both, like, fascinated. So if you guys – I mean, for the kids in the room, 
Gemini was Prince. He like he cut himself down the in, middle, in like Harvey Dent. Yeah. One half was Joker, and, and one half was Batman. And he had the half a cape. Yes. Oh. The half of cape, which was connected to his wrist by like a shiny bat gauntlet. Oh. Yeah, the batarang. Yes. But in the video, like when when they do the part where it's like, who's that? Vicky Bale. Vicky they Bale. Gemini is like. Hello. <laughs> like he, he does like he is Michael Keaton voice, but uh, yeah. It's if a man is considered guilty for what goes on in his mind, give me the electric chair for all my future crimes. That's profound. It's. I mean, he, and it's kind of his music has that duality. It yes. Be, and so Gemini, like he just was like, the it was a personification of his music. In the form of being half Batman and half Joker, and it's like, Ugh. and you think of the, you think of when I think of Gotham City, Prince is the official artist of Gotham City because oh yeah, gotta it's be so dark. <laughs> and you think of the parts of the movie where he kicks in; it's like such dark humor that you're like the part <laughs> party man of when he just gasses every yeah he murders everyone in the he army museum everybody <laughs> in the fucking museum. And he gives the the gas mask to Vicky Vale, which is the orange and the green. Yeah, like a toy. Which I just want a prop replica of that, right? <laughs> and that's when he comes in, and he's and they're repainting the stuff. And when he does like the the jump of like he's hopping on one leg and like oh, he's trying to the statue, yeah, make the statue. And he knocks it off with his. Oh, you're like. And I always like when Bob's about to spray paint on like the the one painting. He's like not. That one. <laughs> oh, I kind of like this one, and they keep going, as, because he's a, and he's also attracted to the, to the to the pictures of the of the uh, genocide that Vicky Vale took of. Yeah, more took more uh, Cortez, yes. yeah, whatever Corto Mortis. And you hear that, and and the meme I have, pardon my hand, but it's like rock a party like nobody can, rules and regulations, <laughs> no place in this nation. God damn. Yeah, the thing the thing about Prince is like every time – like you don't get tired. No. Like if Little Red Corvette came on right now. We'd be – Yeah, we'd be on it. We can't play it because like, he hated the internet. So yeah, we, we can't we, play we, it on a free podcast, but yeah. we can sing it for you. The, we, we're, we're keeping the tradition and yeah. the values of Prince alive. Yeah, he, he – the internet's dead. Podcasting is dead too, for all for all I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I want to be the prince, the princes of podcasting. Be like, only we have the rights to our podcast. Yeah, this no pod- podcasting is dead. <laughs> but uh, it, like, I was, sometimes I would just listen to it and be like, how is he making that, that those sounds? I know whether it's it be like, through his vocal cords or yeah. through guitar cords. Yeah, because he was like skilled at so many instruments, and you can listen to like a song like Lori Corvette and hear yes. it like differently. Different times. It's not like like a lot of songs. That, it's not like shit kicker rock. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there. I was talking. I was talking to Heather the other night because my my taste in music. I feel like anything after <laughs> after the after, after 1989. Yeah. Like it's very hard for me to get into music like 90s and 2000s. Yeah. And I was telling her about how because we, I was we were talking about and somehow. All by myself came up, oh. and I, so she quoted the Green Day version, and I quoted Celine Dion. There's a the, Green Day version. There's a there's a Green Day song, yeah. Oh. Um, 
So, so we, I was laughing, like, our musical tastes are, like, different. Like, we're basically, we have everything very much the same except for our tastes in music. And she calls me an old man. Oh. Right? So I was talking about how the rock band Kiss, who's my favorite band ever, I love Kiss. Yeah. Like, they stick to the principles of, se- their songs are either about sex, drugs, rock and roll, or their penises. That's pretty true. And it's like, they don't, they know who they are. And they don't why, – why is Kiss around so long? Because they know who they are and they do what they do, yeah. right? And it's almost the same – then this is why Prince is timeless because he knew who he was and it's kind of like he taught everyone else to be who you are. You don't have to change for no one. Exactly, yeah. I remember because I was – because uh, someone like Prince, it's – we're being more men, so it's a little bit like, oh, I don't want anyone to know I like Prince. I remember I, w- I was watching the video for Controversy, okay. which is a fantastic song. Yeah, it is. And in the video, like Prince isn't wearing pants; he's wearing like stockings. Mm-hmm. And like my dad came in, and I was like, I was like, oh, should I turn Controversy off? Mm-hmm. But it was too late, and he just was like, it's a good song. Oh. And I was it, like, oh, okay. It's, do you know he was gonna? He was supposed to do it bad. With, with, with Michael, Michael. yeah, I, I did hear that. Why he said, why he said no to it? Because the second line is like, "Your butt is mine. mine." He's yeah. like, "Who's gonna say that?" I'm not saying that. Yeah, and I was like, "That's the my Prince." The duality of Prince. Yeah, it's like I'm not saying that. And <laughs> let's let's. Uh, he's Brit. I mean, when you can be the artist formerly known as Prince, right? oh, it would just be the symbol. And just be the symbol. You know, it's like you know, you can just say. And it's I, it's unbelievable he's gone. I know. I can't I can't believe it. Cause uh, I mean so many songs like yeah, Little Rick Rivette, 1999, Mountains. Is, I want to be your lover. Ma- oh, I want to be your lover. Oh, you got oh I have yes a- we haven't even met. Oh, you don't have to be beautiful <clears throat> oh. to turn me on. That guitar solo is like audible sex. Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> Oh. I mean, there's a what's the other one? If I was your girlfriend, again. Would you let me dress you? I just, you know, Marvel didn't. I think for like Spider-Man, they created a villain that looked. Like Prince. What's his name? I forget. I just remember the cover. Like, and I, he was sitting like on a motorcycle. Oh, that was the hair, the sunglasses. Like he's fixing his gloves up. Oh, I thought I thought they made one for, for DC too. I thought his name was the Flamingo. Listen, DC, it, for some reason, I mean, if you know Ryan and I, we said we sort of kind of lend ourselves more to being DC. We both we love Marvel and DC equally, but for some reason we always gravitate towards talking about DC more. When you think about, for some reason, DC is releasing, revealing the name of the Joker because Batman in Justice League Dark Side War has Metron's chair, so he asks, uh. he gets to ask questions and know the answer to. So he asks, he asks, um, what is the Joker's real name, right? Yeah. I I thought you know what would be funny is if. His name was first name Joe, last name Kerr. I like K E R R. So his Joker's real name is Joker. <laughs> but now with the passing of Prince, if DC wants to immortalize 
the way I mean, you don't get the Batman. That soundtrack is yeah. Prince. That they movie's should, not half. If as they good. go Prince Nelson as his real name, <laughs> I will. I will. I will say DC. If it couldn't be Joe Kerr, Prince Nelson, I will take it. You sexy motherfucker. Oh, man. Yeah. One thing that helps with mourning. Have you ever seen the film Under the Cherry Moon? Um, it's no. the black and white prince movie. Oh, no. I haven't seen that one. So it's pretty much Romeo and Juliet. Okay. But at the end, uh, the villain from First Blood Part Two okay. shoots and kills Prince. Oh, no. Because he's like a street rat. He's like a, he's like a gigolo. And he falls okay. in love with his rich girl. So he gets shot and killed. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that sucks. But then they, they, they pan up mm-hmm. into heaven. And then it's just the mountains video oh. where it's him and the revolution just doing mountains. And it's like, oh. Mountains, what a. I'm playing mountains at my at my wedding. Like, oh, I'm dancing to mountains. Good. I was already going to, but now that, like. Now that Prince is passed on. Most of my wedding playlist is Bowie and Prince. That's. I don't know what Brendan's going to pick, but yeah. yeah you, I'm fucking you know, dancing you know to mountains. Because <laughs> I always sing the beautiful ones to her. Yeah. And she's like, oh. I thought you would sing it at the wedding, but if you remember how beautiful one ends when he's just screaming, yeah. do you want him? And I, I would scream it because I, I feel like I feel like if there's any Prince song that I can do really well singing wise, I feel like I can do beautiful ones. Can you? We'll just have a karaoke part of like. Oh, can I'm gonna end. I'm gonna run that by her. Can we have? Can we have a Prince karaoke at the wedding? Just have karaoke in general. All right, but I'm just doing Prince songs. Baby, baby, baby. baby. Uh-huh. What's it gonna be? You're gonna rock it. Look, when I ca- I'm so glad I'm going when, to be there. When when I came <laughs> when, when I came home on Thursday, I was distraught. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I, the day before, we were at Barnes Nobles. I was trying to find a book on Illustrator, mm-hmm. and they had purple and vinyl. And I wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. And Brendan was like, no, I don't get it. It's $25. Yeah. And I knew, like, when I heard he died, I was like, well, that's going to be gone. Yeah. She took off work early and brought me home Purple Rain on vinyl. Oh. And I was like, that's when I knew that, that it was a good decision to marry her. <laughs> before that, I... It was, I, just, it was before... just confirmed. <laughs> All the planning, everything that's gone into it. Just confirmed. It just knew that. Because oh. the beautiful ones always smash the picture. <laughs> Always, every time. Uh, uh, I mean, not. I think I I felt bad because I was I had trouble sleeping, so I was playing I was playing like Sega early mm-hmm. in the morning, and that's when I found out China died, um, and I was like, this is crazy. Like you're like, Ugh. I mean, I was I was like part of my child uh, because I woke because then I got a text message from Jen who was at work and she was like, did you know China died? It was like. I was like, this is unreal because, I mean, just growing up, like being the Chris Jericho, Jericho Hall, <laughs> yeah. like China was his first real feud. Yeah. And it was how just over the Intercontinental Championship, and even when she like stabbed him in the back for when Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero was to win the uh, European Championship, like you're like, God damn you, China. <laughs> but then she came back and then won the woman's title, so you're like, I feel really bad for what happened to her when her wrestling career, when she basically everything went to shit for her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was like, man, this is crazy. It's like, you know, on a day I'm mourning. And then you see, like, I was watching television and you hear that do, 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 do. It's like, we have breaking news. 
I was like, no. Yeah. No. So. Because then your gears kind of had to shift. So, a big hearty fuck you, 2016. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, for stealing all of our artists, man. We, we lost Bowie, Prince, Alan Rickman, Paul Ryan, Del Ch- and China. And, and Doris Roberts. Doris, Doris yes. Roberts. But she was 90. I don't think that's a tragedy. No, I mean, no. I mean, I she, mean was, yeah. she had a long... Look, she... She could have gotten 40... Not the same thing, but we we could got thirty three more years of Prince. Yeah, you know? I mean, every Lowe's Rain was off the air, you know. <laughs> she had no it was a good time yeah. to check out, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've all got to go sometime. Yeah. I mean, life's just a party, and parties weren't meant to last. Stars Roberts. <laughs> oh. But that's. Oh. So. Yeah, because I I have his last album. Yeah. Artificial. Well, no, I, it might be the not last, but the one before that. I have Artificial Age. Mm. Which is still, it's still, he still kicks ass. It's the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Ever. Yes. Was Prince. Yeah. And he was singing Purple Rain while rain fell down. It was the only time it rained at a halftime show. Exactly right. Like, if anyone who listens to the podcast, they know that I'm not a football guy. Like, I hate football. I I only watch Super Bowl because I feel, like, obligated to. Yeah. And I want to see that year's, like, superhero movie trailer. But when (laughs) Prince came out, and he just, like, murdered. And I remember, like, this is, like, I'm, like, this is the best halftime show ever. He's, like, all on the watchtower. He had best of you. And when he pulled out that guitar, and he's, like, can I play this guitar? And he just, like, just started playing Purple Rain. And it's raining. Yeah. He's, like, don't it feel good? Oh, it's. And then he had like I don't even know how many people would be in it. Let's say like forty million people, yeah. <laughs> forty million people in this stadium. Like, <sighs> how? It's send, it's giving me goosebumps. Yeah. Right now, just thinking about it. Just tremendous. So, so when we were because when we were putting together this episode, we we were like, well, let's do Civil War's coming out. Let's go do the Captain America movie. Yeah. Uh, from the 90s because we figured this is our prep for Captain America right and then we'd surprise you guys but say welcome to the 90s Captain America movie but no this was trends yeah Prince takes precedence over the Captain America movie (laughs) the 90s cat movie (laughs) with Italian red skull uh, rubber ears I mean we'll get to it yeah (laughs) we're not done I want to urge everyone I'm not we can't I'm not going to post a link to it because Prince wouldn't have wanted it that way. But I urge you to go find uh, Prince doing Purple Rain in Tokyo. Oh, I saw. I just saw that the other day. When he has that weird white yeah. guitar? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Like, I had, I, like, I had that on my iPod. I took the video. I, I don't remember how I did it, but I took the video I had on my there iPod. Ways, there yeah. ways. Yeah. When he's like, Tokyo! I'm like, oh, I went, oh. And he's like, because that solo, he, the Purple Rain solo yeah. he does there is like, as I think better than the recorded version of like it's the album. It's always the I think because because he's 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 better. Yeah, he gets it, better. Just because it's funny because, um, the guitar solo uh, from Stairway to Heaven, which is so iconic. Yeah, it's better. Better every, live. Every live DVD of Led of Led Zeppelin that I have because Kiss and Led Zeppelin are my, like I tell you, it's I'm I'm a huge fan of cock rock. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> My oh, two yeah. different bands are Kiss and Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. I, so you're like, I am too. So I'm like, okay. So I have all the DVDs of their concerts and everything. And when you see, and when Jimmy Page pulls out, he's playing the double neck guitar, and then he goes into the guitar solo. You're like, this is so much better than 
the recorded version. That's why I got How the West Was Won on uh, on CD, just because I needed that page Stairway to Heaven solo. Yeah. So like you need the fact that like Prince didn't have that. I that Tokyo guitar solo. Yeah. So good. When he's like, it's like. I can't even. I can't do it justice no. in my mouth. But he's like, you, he's like, yeah, you, and he's you like, find it. yeah, you find you, it. You listen and you be amazed. One cool thing is that I played it for Brenda. Like when we were still on distance, I played it via Skype, like over Skype. I was like, watch this. She cried. She cried. It was so good. So I was like, what? What happened? She's like, it's so good. Oh. I was like, yes, it is. And that's when I knew that maybe I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it's and uh, for those who um, are posting the Dave Chappelle skit with, um, with uh, Charlie Murphy, yeah. like because people didn't realize like up until that point, like Prince was like a star basketball player for his high school. Yeah. So when they had the Charlie Murphy skit, everyone was like, "Where he's like, I dare you to challenge Prince at a game of basketball." <laughs> right? He's like, "You think he's like there are a lot of great storytellers in this world? You can't make this shit up." <laughs> Right, and then that's when it came out. Like he was in the school paper. Yeah. Of like. He's a short little guy too. Yeah. But he's a, a good b-ball player. Yeah. So, and it, so it's funny to be like to think of Prince. Like just think, like I mean, it's funny when Dave Chappelle is dressed as Prince to do it. But every time I see that skit, like especially when after the game's over, like, well, what do you do after, after the <laughs> game? So it's pancakes, right? I just look away from the screen and I listen to Charlie Murphy narrate that. It's such a better image in your head when you see Prince with like a plate of pancakes and like flipping it on their plate. And he's like, uh, because he could tell he was like, Prince, like, don't this Prince. Yeah. Because when they're like, game, he's like, what's this, the shirt versus the blouses? Like, I can imagine Prince still after kicking your ass in a game of basketball. Him say, and when they say, oh, I got me, that's a good game. And he goes, sorry, I couldn't say the same for you, bitches. <laughs> and he serves like a pancake. Like, I can imagine that. Because that's just fucking cool. <sighs> but man. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Purple Rain? I have. Yeah, that's a fantastic movie it's, as well. The, because it's funny when everyone's like, go purify yourselves in the water. It's time for you to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Like, I want to know where the people were in Minnesota. Like, they need to go to that lake. Did you? Oh, this pro- yeah, there's probably a mob at that lake now. Yeah, but I didn't see anybody. Though, did you see what happened when they went? Um, they went to his um, his estate. No. They went to his estate of people when they learned when it was his death was confirmed. Yeah. They went there, and it rained for a little bit, and it stopped, and there was a rainbow over his house. Oh. And I was like, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe because people are like, do you believe in God? And you're like, well, I like to believe that there is a God. I like to believe there is a heaven. Yeah. And when you hear of stuff like it rained for a little bit, and then... And there was a rainbow. rainbow appears over his complex where he passed away. It's kind of like you can't script that. Yeah. You know, some coin. I believe in coincidences, but some coincidences. Yeah. Are, I think. Yeah, I think Prince, uh, wherever he, he ended up, worked his magic. To, I think he deserved it. Yeah. Because I mean, like, like I, like I said, I, I hope it's as cool as the mountains video. I hope he's up there 
with like just rocking out with some with his guitar, something. Because it, cause it, it, it was like he was beyond all of us, just like lyrically, musically, and the people like that. You're just like, Ugh. why'd they go? Yeah, you're like, we weren't done yet. Yeah. You're only 57. I mean, Bowie was still 69, so you can probably get like, like at least two more albums out. Exactly right. When like we weren't done. It sucks when artists of any whether it be whether it be comic book art painters musicians it sucks when they die young because you can you still have they still have so much to give exactly and then just to not have that oh so i mean and it's it's because when you think of like oh they died so young and they only had such a short career like he has he had such a long career in a short amount of time. In a short amount of time, yeah. 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 It's it's crazy to think of. And but. shout out to Mike Strickland for posting Erotic City, because yeah. that's another great song that doesn't get too much play. Because we were another thing that when when someone dies, you always see somebody try to capitalize on that yeah. person's death. Yeah. It happened with Bowie. Like everyone was drawing Bowie tributes, right? And which was understandable. Like I don't mind if they do something to tribute, but sometimes you can if see you're the selling, if you're selling it. the Bowie tribute. When they, somebody's like, I just did this. Someone said, I'm really stunned by the news today. Like so, I drew this. I drew this picture of Bowie, Prince or a uh, Prince of this are on sale for fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Go to my website. No. Help you mourn. Buy yeah. my print. Like what? So, there, so someone I saw an artist was drawing Aquaman in a purple colored pencil, and said, "I'm doing, I'm drawing this in purple for Prince." Hashtag, he's like hashtag drawing this in hashtag purple for hashtag Prince. Hashtag good artist. Hashtag pup roll rain, and rain. He, he misspelled purple. Oh. And then he put rain as. R-E-I-G-N. Oh, what is he, like, a Philadelphia Phantoms fan? And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like, I, I hate when they make it all about, when it's so disingenuine. I don't, I never thought oh. that Prince's favorite superhero was Aquaman. No, <laughs> I would not have. What, what do you think? What Prince's, do I think Prince's favorite superhero was? Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I know his favorite football team was the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I don't. I know he had his own comic book. Yeah, he did. I wanted to get my hands on it. It's uh. <laughs> oh. Brenda. Good. Brenda is saying that Prince's favorite superhero is the pulp hero, the Phantom, as played by Billy Zane. Oh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. I follow him on Instagram. Even he posted a thing about Prince. He said. He said, "No, this is what it's like when doves cry." Yeah. And his picture of Prince. Do you, and I, that's like yeah. for me that was such a big thing because I've always wanted to see Billy Zane and Prince in the same place at the same time, and this is the closest I'm ever gonna get. Do you, you want to know who had a good post and a good tribute about him? Who was Justin Timberlake? Which, if you think of Justin Timberlake's music today, like you think of his, um, he's got that falsetto. He's and even his songs, um, suit and tie. Right, mirrors like that whole 2020 experience, right? And even bringing sexy back, they have that. He's like, that is so influenced. 
yeah, by Prince. Definitely. And he was, so he was like, I was four. My mom was playing Raspberry Beret. Oh, what a great song. And he's like, and he's like, I remember I was four years old saying, Where have all the Raspberry women gone? He says, Mom, what song is that? And when people are like, and, he said, and then he but like, when people say that's bullshit, he's like, No, you remember something that inspired you. It's like I remember like drawing in the coloring book that yeah. started it all for me. It's like yeah. you remember certain key key moments. It's like so when he was just like he transcended every like go check out Justin Timberlake's like post about it. It's That's really awesome. He's like so I'm not gonna. So he didn't post any links, any pictures or anything. He's like, this story is – he's like, I'm not doing this for anything. I just wanted to let – you know, he's like, I don't get upset when people die. He's like, but this upset me. Yeah. So I was like, way to go, JT. Yeah, I think we all kind of felt it. Because, I mean, yeah, we, we remember when we heard those songs. Like I remember when I was in the bookstore because when the, when the, when he went into the solo, I looked at the speaker – like, like he was gonna tell me something, and then I looked around. Like, are we all hearing this for the first time, oh or is goodness. it is it just me? Cause I'm white. <laughs> uh, but on that day, my friends, I became much more funky. So, uh, re- re- you know, rest in peace, Prince. I don't know how long we went on for, but that was awesome. It's like forty minutes. That's great. I mean. Uh, there's so much like we can keep going on about. Yeah, but I, I think we're just gonna turn into more like crying. And <laughs> <singing>. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, what haven't I sung yet? Uh, what haven't I sung yet, Prince? We're going down, 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 cause to, that's the only way to get this cruel, cruel world to hear what we have to say. Put the right letters together to make a better day. That's Alphabet Street, yeah. motherfuckers. Uh, the, we have a little bit of business. Yeah. A little t- little teeny bit of business that I just wanted to tell, say to you. You okay. probably already heard about Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe is cast in the Justice League movie. So Green Goblin and, and J. Jonah Jameson. And he's playing a good guy, though. I don't know who Willem Dafoe is going to play, though. Okay, I, Willem Dafoe. Well, he can play anybody. I hope I'm, he. I'm a Willem Dafoe fan. Oh, he, any any time he say any time he's in a movie, I feel like oh thank God he's in this movie. Yeah. He's gonna save this he's movie. He's gonna save yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think of who he would be. I kind of hope he'd just be like some random general, since we know that Chris Pine. Is, but he's you know, so such a big name. I can't. I don't know who you'd get because he's an like, older he's an older actor. So I don't know who you would. Place where you'd place him in the Justice League movie. What if he's Jay Garrick with Ezra Miller? With his little uh, little helmet? Oh my god. Then then I'd be like, fuck you, Flash television series. You oh. messed up. You fucked up Jay Garrick if, for me. I want to see Ezra Thompson and Willem uh, <laughs> Dafoe running around the column like, Flash, help me. And like Ezra was like, I'm coming. Willem Dafoe's like, I'm coming. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Spider-Man. How did you get that wound Bruce, <laughs> he's just Norman. <laughs> They're just like, just play Norman playing Jay Garrick. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll do it. He's talking to himself in the mirror. Do what you need to, Bruce, and Broomer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Harry. <laughs> uh, but who would, 
I don't know, but I'm excited. I gotta say though, if they're if they're casting JJJ, it's Gordon. They're casting on the phones. We don't know. If I'm Tobe Maguire, oh I am God. waiting by my phone. Where is my phone? Call? I'm like, I, oh, who am I gonna play in the movie, in the Justice League movie? Oh wait a second. Um, wait a second. Is his name Desad? Dark sides. But he's playing a good guy. Oh, that's right. Because I thought he'd that be, too. He'd be perfect. Oh, for he'd it. be a great Desad. Yeah. Unless they're like giving us a red herring and they're saying he's playing. Oh, a good, he's, play a good he's guy. playing a good guy, but he's really playing Desad. Yeah, that would be perfect. Because I can't place him. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't place him as a good guy. To me, every time I see Willem Dafoe, even when he is playing a good character, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, when is Willem? Yeah, well, he's when's he gonna when's turn? He's gonna fucking stab everyone in the back. When's he gonna turn? But yeah, I can't. Th- I, I mean, I maybe he's I'm gonna. Thinking. Maybe he's gonna be Aquaman's dad. Oh. Maybe he'll be like, I fucked a mermaid one time, and she only comes out once a year. Let's stand by the ocean. And he's like white, and like he's like white talking to like a Polynesian Jason Momoa, like I'm your dad. It was me. I can't. I honestly. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's bonkers. Like I can't because he's he would be more I think he should be more in a like you think of a support role for yeah. him like a like a Gordon or an Alfred but I'm like Justice League like what where would he go in there I think they're going to put a uh, Christopher Maloney type shit and just have him just have like, him as a general as some random general uh, they shouldn't waste it like James Marsden, like maybe when maybe Superman returns. He's just like <laughs> oh my god Cyclops is in here he's a normal guy maybe he'll be Barry's dad in jail Maybe he'll be Ezra Miller's dad in jail. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe Ezra. Maybe Ezra Miller. We, he. I know everyone's saying he's Bar, He's Barry Allen. Yeah. What if he's just Wally? What and, and Willem Dafoe's and Willem Barry Dafoe's Allen? Barry, yeah. I'd be. I'd be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> why do I keep casting him as, as, as the Flash? Well, yeah, why do you want? You just want to see a super fast Willem Dafoe just run around. <laughs> <I'm> fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I like when we I like when we're putting all these old actors in these movies because last last week we had Motion Cat Vulture, <laughs> Michael Keaton in the movie. like he, I, he he uh he walked out of the project. All right, good. So I, I don't think it was I don't think he was ever in the role for Vulture. Maybe it was Uncle Ben. He probably heard our pod and he was like, they're they're right. They're gonna put me in a motion cap yeah, suit and gonna, fly me around. No, I'm not doing it. No, and I can't see him because he's always like he was watching like. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. And he went to like, um, he was out like getting buying something, and they didn't recognize him as Michael Keaton as like Batman. Like he's like he was at a comic book store. He was at a comic book store, right? Michael Keaton. So he walks into this, and the clerk behind him is watching Spider the Amazing Spider-Man with um, uh, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. So he's like, why is he is what are you watching? He's like, is that Spider-Man? And the clerk's like, yeah. He's like. Batman would never cry, right? He's like, because obviously he knew the guy didn't put two and two together as him, so he's making, he's like, what a bitch. <laughs> he's like, what a pussy. He's like, Batman's no pussy, right? I was like, that's so awesome that he's, like, just ripping Spider-Man a new one because of how much he loves he loved playing Batman. Uh, For the people, for that clerk... If he's the store owner, uh, you don't deserve your store anymore. No, you're you're out of business, Jack. He should be revoked. Yeah, it should. Yeah, you should have. You should. Nope. <laughs> you didn't recognize Keaton. Fuck you. Your store's closed up. I would get my Denny O'Neill 
my Denny O'Neill uh, adaptation comic of the 1989 Batman film. Yeah. And I'd get, I'd get him to sign that. I think I would just melt. I think I'd be afraid of him. I would oh. be like, oh, let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get, get nuts. Let's get nuts. Remember when you slept upside down in the movie? That was great. <laughs> yeah, I think I would melt. And then I would be like, remember when you were in the Robocop remake? <laughs> I loved you in Spotlight. Had such a great uh, command there. I would be like, I fucking hated Birdman. <laughs> Have you seen Birdman? Oh. It's terrible. It's it, terrible. Phil, uh, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something positive to say. Mm-hmm. But, well, my... Um, <laughs> My brother really loves that movie, and anytime my brother loves a movie, means I hate it. Because <laughs> he wants to go all arts. I mean, shit. yeah, he has different tastes. Yeah. No, I'm not. A, I'm not about that. <laughs> Next. Up, I mean, if you have a movie with Batman and Gwen Stacy and uh, the Ed Norton Hulk, I mean, come on. It needed a robot or something to attack, but um. I guess uh, we that can... That should be our answer for every movie. Whenever it's bad, we insert a robot. Yeah, have a Sentinel attack. Oh. Have a Sentinel. I would love if he was in an X-Men movie, like the Night of the Sentinels. Yeah. was like made into a feature film. He could be Gyrick. Oh. I could see Michael Keaton being like an awesome Gyrick. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Going. And we'd, we'd cast a female president. Madam President. <laughs> like he would nail that line. <laughs> Of like I'm so pissed that you're shutting down my <laughs> mutant registration program. Who are these X Men? He could, he would kill it. He'd kill this guy, Rick. So I guess we can get into the '90s Cat movie. All right, let's get into '90s Cat. So before Winter Soldier, before the first Avenger, there was the 1990s Captain America movie. Probably the best Captain America movie. <laughs> Probably the best one, I would think. Oh, like I don't. Let's first let's start out. What, let's introduce you the way they introduced it to us. No, we, no. Let's talk. Italy, nineteen thirty-six. <laughs> well, we should say like, do you remember this movie coming out as a kid? Because for me, I remember. For me, it was always there was like whispers like it is a cat movie. And we're like, where is it? It's not a blockbuster. That's that's where I found that's the first time I saw it was my brother who loves Captain America. We went to Blockbuster and he got I got I got Batman Forever. I rented Batman Forever and he Oh, so that's like 95. Yeah. So I know that this movie came out in 1990, but it wasn't it was made like overseas. And it wasn't didn't receive an American release until 93. Well, it's Ryan pointed something out. It's German propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> it's not us you should have been worried about. It was the Italians. Yeah, this movie it plays a lot. I mean, for it's crazy because sometimes it's very like true to the source material. Mm. Like they said, "Oh, that's the that's the design that Simon and Kirby came up with. Well, that's what he's going to wear." You know, we were talking about how cool when it's from a distance, you see him running in the woods, or when, like, he at the end when he's, like, about to go face-to-face with Red Skull, you see, like, him in this shaded hallway of, like, this of this castle in Rome. Yes. 
Which is not the setting I would place Captain America versus Red Skull <laughs> in the 1990s. <laughs> uh, and you're like, oh man, that 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 looks legit. And then you zoom in and you see Matt Salinger. Yeah, we. <laughs> JD Salinger's son. It was. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, there were parts of it that I really liked. I mean, we should let's first of all. The guy who does the title cards, that they'll say like Washington D.C. This guy worked overtime on the movie because... somewhere in Alaska. <laughs> One week later, every scene had like a, a description. Uh, um, just let you know like, like, what's going what, on. Were they Canton, Ohio? Yeah, they were in Ohio. Yeah, they were in they were in Italy. Yeah, because it had the movie starts out 1936 Italy. So this movie. The reason Phil said it was German propaganda is because they said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that uh, Red Skull character, he's not German. The, he's Italian. Yeah, the, the I- <laughs> as the Irish would say. Yeah. The Italian, uh, the Italians in this movie. Being McNulty and Brady. Yeah. <laughs> we don't trust them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, <laughs> the Italians in this movie, like Italy, as far as history goes, World War Two. They bitched out. Yeah, they Mussolini, they copped out pretty early. Yeah, because Mussolini went like teamed up with Hitler, and then Hitler was like, "Wait a second, you're not doing anything," and they kind of like yeah evacuated the Sicily. Yeah, that's why you never hear of like us invading. Italy or anything. Yeah. Like, it's always the theater in the Pacific, and you have the European theater. Because Italy kind of is like, eh, this isn't really, this isn't for us. This isn't for us, yeah. But this movie's like, oh, oh. let's tell you the real story, all right? <laughs> Italy's the real threat here. They just made us go and get a kid. Yeah. They steal. Those the Italian scientists wanted that, wanted that, like, were, year old kid. They were with, relentless. With genius intellect. <laughs> So they steal Red Skull as a child because they hear he has superior intellect, and they murder his family, yeah. and they they get it all recorded on like tape. Oh, well, we don't know this. Yeah, we don't know. Oh, we don't in, know this. It comes into play later. <laughs> so Doctor Faselli, who is an Italian woman, instead of Doctor Erskine, she's the one who like foregoes the uh, Super Soldier project. And they show – I always like when they're trying – they're kind of like – the Italians are kind of selling the project to, to yeah. Germany. And they're, they're trying like, to be like, hey, look at this. We're going to really make this change the war all yeah. around. Right. So they have like a rat, and they're like, look what we did to this rat. And, and they like this. It's like, see, it's like claymation. Yeah, it's like red lizard. It's like a red lizard rat, and they're like, oh, pretty good. That's good. That's I like this. I mean if you were if you were the Germans – and they said, "They're like, listen, Italy, you're not pulling this weight in this in this in this World War Two thing we got going on. Yeah. What is your, what is your? Oh, that's like this is a power play. Take take the like take a look at this Germany. Boom. <laughs> like what in the right mind? What German general goes goes ah yeah. Yeah, I, that is what we want to do. <laughs> I think if I'm the Red Italian, lizards. I'm saying, look, uh, we got a our experiment there. It works. Uh, let's uh, we're gonna use this on the on the genius child. I think I'll be like, why don't we put it on one of one of our grown men? <laughs> why don't we use it on one of our muscle men? Like, you don't understand. It's a NATO year old. Yeah, like let's get the mechanic from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> let's juice him up with the Red Skull serum. 
because they give it to this boy, and they don't say that it ages him, but five years later, he's a grown-ass man. Yeah. He's a grown-ass Red Skull man. Okay. <laughs> so, so before, and before we're introduced to grown-up Red Skull, we're, we're introduced... Well, because we take... Dr. Vaselli is like, I'm not having this, so yeah. she escapes. Because she jumps out the window and gets shot in the leg, and she covers her ears up like, ah, oh, the screaming of yeah. this poor child. So we have to assume she heads to America with... Uh, Project Rebirth. So, so now, like any good Captain America setting, young Steve Rogers, we're gonna take you to California Beach. But, but isn't isn't Steve Rogers from Brooklyn? He's he's from New York. I don't know. I think I think Brooklyn. Well, now he's from Redondo Beach, California. Redondo. Oh, where that? So we're here, and you see like this kid's birthday party, which I don't understand the setting. Like, why do we go through like? I don't know. So, so then was it? Yeah, was it a party for Steve? Like a going away party? I think it was a going away party. But all the kids are fucking touching his cake. Oh, just touching their grubby little filled hands in it. They've been picking their nose and now picking that cake. And it's 1943. Yeah. So forget Normandy. We've already been in the war for a few years. Forget Pearl Harbor. Forget Pearl Harbor. <laughs> there was – it's almost like there was no uh, initiative on our side. There was no, no like – because in the comics, we're like, we've been attacked. It's time. S- scrap – you know, forget all the all the steps. Let's throw Steve Rogers in this program. Because even before Captain America was created before Pearl Harbor, mm. and it wasn't until when we were attacked by – we were attacked by Japan when they said, oh, we have our – we already have our propaganda tool in, in place. Captain America is going to go overseas, and he was fighting the Japanese. He was fighting the Germans, fighting any anyone, any axis of evil. Yeah. And uh, so you think, okay. I mean, even DC was like, shit, they got something going on with this Captain America. Let's let's toss Superman. Let's toss Batman and Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. They're going. They're going overseas too. <laughs> So well, the fact that this is so like I guess they're really running with that late lackadaisical California kind of thing. Oh, this, know, that's a couple of years, man, but we'll get in there. This cap is laid back. This is the laid back cap. And so when you see him, <laughs> you have this tall he's gotta be like six six two, six three. He's one massive human being. Yeah. Uh, Salinger, the actor. Yeah. So you're like they tell you like Yes, we have a perfect subject in Steve Rogers, right? He'll be at first in the Super Soldier program. You're like, why? Right. Then all of a sudden, he goes running to like his love interest. He goes hobbling. Yeah, limping. he's limping. And then you realize, well, like, well, I guess we can't make it like just a young, a young frail, uh, like an actor, frail actor. And then when he goes through the process, he becomes yeah, Steve Rogers. Yeah, he becomes bulks up. Yeah. yeah. It's they go. They just go, he's got polio, he's got a limp. <laughs> and it's going to make him, it's going to make, and they say frail Steve Rogers, but you see him, yeah, go he's, back he's, and close yeah, the Yeah, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty buff under those clothes. <laughs> he's just limping around. And he's got a bit of a hunch, too. He's got the Roosevelt disease. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive him, they drive him to some other place, we don't know, but it's one week later. Yeah, they're ready well, for. It takes a week. To... Again, it's the titles card guy. Oh, yeah, like... the title card guy is like. Yeah. So they do the project rebirth. They hook him up. Freddie Mercury is there. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's overseeing the process. And that's when uh, the uh, same old. You know, they kept they stuck to the basics. Yeah, of Captain so, America. some some of the source material. 
is that still was there. Changed. That was changed to California. And it was changed Italy. from Erskine to Vaselli, but it's like yeah. some things to stay true. You know, there's Captain America origin in a nutshell. Take a frail, quote unquote, frail <laughs> guy, put him through a process through a foreign scientist who created the enemy overseas, perfects it to create the super soldier. They get shot, formula dies with them. Bada bing, bada boom, we got cat. It's kind of like an Earth 3 Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but but Steve gets shot like three times. Okay. As, as soon as the process is over, you you realize in this movie he is shot more times before he hits people. Yeah. So that hit count goes up when but, he fights the Red Skull. But it end. doesn't make any sense because he is shot like point blank he gets through shot the like chest a, twice. And then he's in the hospital, right? And then Freddie Mercury is like, I need this guy in 48 hours. No, he he walks up and he's like, bad it. <laughs> okay. I need him. Forty-eight hours. At least got a bomb. <laughs> and we're under pressure. So Italy, they have word that Red Skull has a bomb, has a rocket, and he's gonna bomb somewhere in the United States. And they're like, we need to get Cap out of this hospital. And the doctor's like, well, he's been shot. Like, what do you want me to do? Can't we send anybody else? And Steve hears, and just like America, he gets up, and he's like, "How long do I have till that bomb blows up?" Yeah, and they all smile. Yeah, they're all like, "Ha, America!" Yeah. Very next scene, they've got Cap in a trench coat. <laughs> in a trench coat, holding it- this round <laughs> object that's covered, like. And he's wearing the tights under the clothes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is some pretty shitty camouflage. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, Dr. Vasily wasn't really good with camouflage. Yet. And, and he's like, I wish I had more time with the shield. And he's like, yeah, sorry. He's like, uh, he's like, maybe a month more. So uh, I don't understand. Was this prepping for what was about to happen? Because Captain America, because up until this point, Cap blows. Oh, do you think like they were they were pushing Project Rebirth through because they knew about the bomb? Yes. Yeah. How? This is a shitty military. Yeah. You think we'd have special forces like working on this? We're yeah. gonna trust like, well, we've got this one recruit from California. He has no military experience. But he will do anything for the war. Yeah. We jacked him up because and uh, we're gonna drop him off in a yeah. costume. Yeah. So um, let's think of it. We have um. So they're like, I wish I had more time with the shield. Yet he goes on the ground. He has no guns. He has no, but he fucking nails everything with the shield perfectly. He knocks oh, out yeah. some people. Knocks Kills out. that tower. Blows yeah. up his gas cans. But running, he gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't use the shield for defense. <laughs> ever. No, he just keeps getting shot. And the thing is. Ow, damn it. Ow. So he runs in. So Andrew gets shot a bunch of times. He runs into a building and he's like, holy mackerel. And then we're supposed to get the scene of the Red Skull, and we're like, and it's this, it's just this like deformed penis. Oh, Red Skull. <laughs> it's like STD. And he's Italian, and he sounds like Ricardo Montalban. Yes, which would have been such a better choice. Yeah. Than yeah. Like if it was if it was Ricardo Montalban, I don't fucking care. You can be Red he, Skull. Cause he's like ah, Captain America. You can help me with my English. He's like, my like, English is not too good. I'm like, oh my god, this guy is yeah. fucking horrible. So he soundly defeats Captain America in hand-to-hand combat. He catches his shield. That's how he proves like he's superior. And he jumps off like two stories and lands. He perfectly. does a superhero landing. Yeah, does a superhero. He defeats Captain America, and then he he ties 
Captain America to, a bomb. to the bomb. That's going straight, straight right to the White House. Right to the White House. And this is my what? favorite. Oh, good. For someone who has superior intel- intellect <laughs> and then gives a, a serum to make them even eight times as smarter. Yeah. You mean he can't fucking learn English in a snap? Maybe, maybe he was <laughs> kidding. I don't know. No, because he, he had to figure out how to say White House. Yeah, because he was like, how do you say Blanco something? Yeah. And he's like, White House? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but then what what happens next is, it, unreal. is my so, favorite scene in cinematic so history. Blows. So let's, let's oh, oh, cap blows. This cap is terrible. Oh, he sucks. But do you think do you think Steve's at fault or do you think it's the military's fault? Because he is like – he doesn't go through basic training. Like we see at no. least Steve goes through basic let's, training. Let's talk about – for people who are like, oh, the first Avenger is probably my least favorite of the first movies of like between Thor and Iron Man. Well, right? why isn't it Thor? The answer is always Thor. But I know. it's There's a reason why the Thor movies <laughs> – they need, they need Loki. There's a reason why they need Loki. But the first Avenger is so good. Yeah. It's I like it better than Iron Man. Yeah, personally. I agree. Yeah. Uh, everything except for the ending where he's like, I gotta put her in the water. It's a fantastic origin story. Yeah. I feel like they, if it had been like an hour longer, they would have got to see, because they want to spend so much time building Steve really? up, and yeah. we, it's it's fun seeing it's, that. It's very rewarding. Yeah. Because with the technology, that's what this movie did. They didn't have technology. They didn't have the technology today. Yeah. So the old old makeup. When the senior citizen makeup for oh, his for, love interest was done really well. Yeah, for no. Bernie. But yeah, but, and meanwhile, before all this, he he has a love interest named Bernie that he hobbles over to, and that's how we find out he has polio. <laughs> but so they strap him to the the missile that's headed for the White House. And then my favorite scene in cinema history. So. <laughs> Cap is strapped to this bomb and it's counting down mm-hmm. ten, nine, and Cap's like, "Wait, come here for a second. And Red Skull's like, he leans in to hear what Cap's gonna whisper in his ear, <laughs> and Cap grabs him, and By now, him. yeah, and he's like, two can travel for the price of one. You cheap bastard. Yeah, so he's, like he's gonna bring Red Skull with him, and Red Skull's like, cause out the countdown, and they won't, they can't, because right now we're we're too far into it. Yeah, so Red Skull pulls out a knife. Shit, he's gonna. He's going to fuck Steve up. No. What? He's going to cut off his own hand. Wait a second. Why did – if he has double the intelligence, even if you don't have double the intelligence. Cut off Cap's hand. You can stab Cap in the gut. You can stab Cap in the eye. Anything that's going to make him jolt and let you go, yeah. just poke him real quick in the dick with your knife. You're not going to cut your own hand off, Red Skull. A prick pick. He cuts his own hand off, and then the rocket takes off with Cap. Cut to Washington D.C. We get a young boy who. <laughs> so we so now we have Italian Nazi scientist Red Skull releases a missile that goes from Italy over over the ocean. Right, we've traveled all these miles to get to Washington D.C. <laughs> so much fuel in that rocket. We see where we're introduced to another a young boy, Timmy Kimball. And I even turned to, to Ryan and said, what the fuck has just happened? He's like, no, 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 no. It, it comes back. You'll see. He's the one He's the one that kind of gets Cap back in action. So the missile flies over. And at this point, 
the kid is taking pictures of this missile flying at him. He's standing in front of the White House. And that's when Cap has the idea of, you know what? Maybe now, now's the time I change the trajectory of this thing. I don't want to hit that little kid. He, he, all those hours over the Atlantic Ocean, he's just sitting there like, man, this is taking forever. I want to know that conversation that he's sitting there like, huh, maybe this is it. I'll never get to see Bernie again. Yeah. Never get to see my mom again. You've all. I wish I had the chocolate cake with those kids picking news. <laughs> kind of sucks. I just got over polio and now I'm on a rocket. <laughs> like, I just never came down a limp. All that time he could have put it down in the water. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like he waited until like the White House was in view and he. And the he, kid. <laughs> he kicks it. He just kicks the rocket and he shoots it into a, somewhere in Alaska. Which again is literally written out somewhere in Alaska. Because we need the title credits, guys. Paid by the paid by the letter. So then, so Cap is frozen, and now we get this little half-assed like montage of newspapers of the time showing it, yeah, showing us through the decades, and, <laughs> and they're playing this music. And Phil turns to me and he's like, "Did they steal Duran Duran?" And it's like, "Ding ding ding." It's girls on film. Yeah, because it starts up with like. I'm like, wait a second. So this movie just stole girls on film. Yeah. To use for their montage. Which, not to not to move off this cap train that we're rolling on. Oh, we can get off at any time. The first time I ever saw girls on film, I was like seven years old. And my dad showed it to me. <laughs> I'm like, this is, it was such a weird memory to have that I'm like, because I distinctly remember the ice cube going over the woman's tit because he had he had the unrated version, like on VHS. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Do you ever see the unrated version? No, because your dad never brought the VHS over. <laughs> Phil, come here for a second. I want you to see something. And, I've got this VHS tape. Was it like grainy? Was it like tracking? Did he film it? No, it was no, it was he got in Duran Duran. It was a Duran Duran VHS where the first part was Hungry Like the Wolf video, I've seen that video, and yeah. And the second one was Girls on Film. So it's naked women that are fighting these sumo, sumo wrestlers. What? Right. There's naked women are are fighting in a mud bath. Right. <laughs> and then and then, then finally you see this woman who's like they're getting pictures taken of her. And they're putting like this ice cube like on her tit. Right, and that is all. I'm like, why? I didn't. And seven year old me is like, what am I watching? I had no clue what the hell's going on. And it's a six minute video. Oh, we can take we can take a six minute break. I'm gonna have to watch it after the pod. Or we can pause it, watch it, come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what right. Prince would have wanted. Yeah, hold on. We're, okay, we're back. You can't uh, see that. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm thankful that uh, they just showed newspapers spinning. That girls on film video is uh, horrible. It's no, it's no cream. No, that's because Prince was tasteful. Prince, uh, yeah, he knew how to make a video. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so it's the '90s <laughs> and '93, and uh, adding to the uh, adding to the idea that Germany isn't the bad guy. Mm. 
uh, cap is discovered in ice by the West German Alaska research team. Yeah. Now, I don't – like I know Antarctica, every country kind of has outposts, but I don't think – Not in Alaska. I don't think no, that's Germany – yeah, That's American yeah, soil. Yeah, that's American soil. I don't think – we want to research in your country. Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, they find them. find our oil. We find our own oil. <laughs> <laughs> they find Cap and they do nothing to thaw him. He just, it just cracks out. Well, because I think it's like they bring him inside to like a heated vent area. It's kind of like Encino Man, where he's just like, yeah, it's just time. Yeah, it's like you know what? Just a little bit of melty stuff. Boom! I'm out. I'm Cap. And the first word out of his mouth is like Nazis. <laughs> and I thought he was gonna beat everybody up, but he just leaves. He just, he just, he walks out. He walks out all disheveled, like tripping and shit. But one of the West German people has taken a picture of him. That picture graces the front page news. Red Skull is still alive in this world. We didn't really get into him. Now he he, he he's looks like a regular Italian guy, but his face is kind of messed up. Yeah, it's got like like scars and yeah, he's, lines all over it. Yeah, but he's he's kind of like 90s Red Skull where he's – He's kind of like an evil businessman. Mm-hmm. He's like a Lex Luthor. You, I, that's my favorite Red Skull when he's in the suit. Yeah. And he's like got the like the long like German smoking stick. Yeah. The cigarette stick. That's what I wanted Rob Redford to be. Yeah. And when a soldier, I thought his face was gonna that's rip off. Yeah. And it was gonna be Red Skull, and I was gonna yeah. be like, "This is the best movie." And it didn't happen. That's why it's not my favorite movie. It was a pretty damn good movie. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm pissed that Cap. Three, the Cap Three of Civil War because I I don't give two shits about yeah I don't I don't I, it's Avengers two and a half I don't like it I feel like you have a lot more villains with mm. Cap and we have a lot more villains we have stories that we're we, we're not telling because we want to do uh, Civil War no, we were we went, we went over that last pot last yeah. issue when yeah. I talked about Baron Zemo and the rich history of villains compared to Iron Man villains yeah but alas so we're brought back to businessman Red Skull. And he turns to his daughter and goes, killed this guy. Yeah, Captain America this, is back. He's the one who, 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 who cut off my hand. No, last time I saw it, you cut off your own damn hand. <laughs> um, but, and then the president, Kimball, yeah, the little kid, the little kid, they, they do, and the, and the montage, you know, if you thought, if you thought JFK... And Martin Luther King were important. They weren't. They weren't Kimball important. Yeah, and he's now the president. Yeah. So he sees the picture and he goes, "Dude, for when they went to Ohio without any reasoning, the, the his family moved to Ohio where he met his best friend Sam, sharing this Doctor Midnighter. Yeah, or like Captain Midnighter. Yeah, decoder ring. Decoder. Thing. Yeah. I was like, it didn't make any sense, but uh, for the decoder, I don't understand it. No, but it, when they're older, he's president, and his friend is like a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist. Yeah, and uh, they see the Captain America photo in the in the paper. Yeah, like we gotta find this guy. But it's the guy from the picture. But he's uh, his agenda. He's also pushing like this environmental protection agency agenda, and it's like it's he going. Does a speech about medicine. We, we kind of we kind of missed it. We're like, what is he? Something with the environment. 
and for whatever reason, the, the general doesn't like it. So the general and these other corporations have teamed up with Red Skull. And general, and the general is Ralphie's dad from A Christmas Story. Oh, he, that's a good point. Yeah, he's I mean, a real yeah. Yeah, fragile must be Italian or something. And since then, he's working with the with the Italians. <laughs> he, he liked that lamp a lot. And they they all want they all want President Kimball dead. And Red Skull is like, no, it's, do you know how much money it took to find Oswald? And it was $22 million to kill Dr. King. And y- there you have it. Bobby Kennedy, JFK, Martin Luther King, all killed by Italian Red Skull. More German propaganda. See, look at what the Italians did. We saved Cap. <laughs> we didn't create the Red Skull. The Italians did. And the Italians killed all your beloved... Heroes. <laughs> so, so the new plot is Red Skull has this brain chip, and he's like, we can just control the president. So. Let's, let's let's first off say there must have been like 18 fucking different plots in this movie. Yeah, there was a lot of – yeah. We have – we have uh, – I, I remember when Red Skull was shooting – this just dawned on me. When Red Skull was shooting Cap – into the uh, with the rocket and he's like man but one day i will be your president captain america oh he's like i've created a microchip to control the president so essentially he's wow yeah you know what maybe maybe there's more layers (laughs) maybe we're not giving this any credit (laughs) because i found as the movie progressed i found i preferred spending time with red skull yeah. Then Cap. Because Red Skull... I mean, he's no Raul Julia, but... No, but... He, 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 Bill Pollan, I think, is his name. But he was, like... He was, like, taking the movie seriously. Yeah. Like, his Red Skull, even though it was Italian, like, like once you get over that, <laughs> you're like, you know what? He's kind of nefarious, and I like his... Yeah. And it was cool. His fortress is cool, too. Oh, yeah. His fortress is just, like, Bond. Like, a cool Bond-type setting. Yes, it was, like... He reminded me of a lot of Dr. No. Mm, yeah. Even with the with the hand. Yeah. Because Doctor No. Yeah, had the middle hands. But yeah, Thunderball and Doctor No, my two favorite Bond movies. I promise I won't steal your shells. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you remember in that movie when um, Doctor No, when um, what's her name is like strapped like on the ground and like the water's just down there and like the crab, there's little crabs, right? Yeah. Well, there were no crabs there. Because they like died, they put them on ice. Oh. We're transporting them there for the set, and they all froze to death. <laughs> so that's why they're supposed to be crabs, but oh. they weren't. <laughs> so, uh, so where are we? He says to kill oh, Cap, who's yeah. running Ooh. Canada. <laughs> Cap has invaded Canada, and he's just running around. And that's when we get the first Captain America uh, move. Well, because we get he he gets shot by the daughter, in the in the shoulder. Yeah, he's so Red Skull's daughter shoots Cap. Yeah. So Cap like runs away, and he sees a car, and he's picked up by it's by Sam by Sam the journalist, and he's like, pull the car over. I'm gonna be sick. And he's like, wait a second, what? Because Cap's like seeing that. He's he's driving like a Volkswagen. Yeah, German car. And he's like the star. The recorder is made in Japan. <laughs> so he's like. I did think that was a cool, a clever yeah, thing. I, I did, and that's when he's like, pull the car over. He's like, no, I'm not a Nazi spy. I'm trying to figure out 
Like, he's like, we're trying to figure out the Red Skull because he's going to doom the entire fucking planet. Which I don't know how that how he made that connection. I think, yeah, I don't know how he was trying to doom the planet, but I think he was trying to, he, like, made connections. Like, he was behind the Martin Luther King assassination. Yeah. But, I mean, even that was, like, 30, was 30 years prior. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how he's dooming it now. So, he, uh, oh, because he's like, they're going to kill the president. We're never going to get the... He's gonna kill the president. Uh, the president. He's never gonna get his law passed. <laughs> the EPA <laughs> law. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he pulls over, and Cap goes like to the goes runs away for a little distance from the car, and he gets down on the ground. So then Sam goes, "No, you're right, you're right." And that's when he just fucking leaves him in the dust and runs past <laughs> Sam and runs into the goes into the front seat of the car and drives away. Yeah, he steals his Volkswagen. Yeah. And then it's like, this isn't the Cat America I know. Yeah, I'm like, what a dick move. Yeah, I mean, he drives it, runs out of gas. Then he he breaks into the back of a truck and takes a nap. Next to <laughs> Molson. Yeah, next to a case of Molson. He's like, just like bumming it across. Yeah. I, I guess he ends up in California, right? Well, I mean, if if they were on the if they yeah, he, that he makes goes, sense. He Ge- goes, geographically. Yeah. He goes if he's in Alaska and he goes to Canada. Yeah, and then that's we're getting closer to the border. We don't know how far he drove, but if he takes a Molson because it said imported, uh, so they were going to look for the clues. Yeah, this is a smart movie. <laughs> but he's going. He's trying to go back to his house. Yeah, we're to see Bernie. Yeah, well, she bought the house, yeah. and she comes out and she's all old, and he's like, uh oh. And he also gets attacked by Sharon. Yeah, who is Bernie's like daughter, and, and Jack. Who's <laughs> basically yeah. like um, the actor who played Jaws, who was also in Happy <laughs> Richard Keel. Yes, he had the stash. He doesn't say anything. He just looks like would beat the fucking shit out of you. Yeah. Because, I may be in my 60s, but. Because Bernie is Bernie had to settle for Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. She didn't even say that. She even sits down. Yeah. She's like, I want to have kids. Jack's all right. <laughs> okay. And let's, let's bring something else earlier. As earlier in the movie when he's being transported for the secret secret uh, soldier program, he's like he's like she's like you know, are you nervous, Rogers? And he pulls out a cigarette. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. I have to take the edge off. So when she he's hearing this news, he's drinking a glass of milk. He quit just, smoking, man. Yeah, he quit. It's the nineties. It's the nineties. He gave it up in the in the interim when he was in the ice. <laughs> he's like, you know what? They're gonna stop that smoking thing. He should have came out of the audience like, I could use a cigarette. <laughs> they said he was like, been Wolverine. like funded by <laughs> Marlboro. <laughs> He's forever smoking. Camel. So, but Bernie's all old now. And when she runs up to, to Steve, Brenda was like, oh, I hope they don't kiss. Which didn't dawn on me yeah. until. Nobody was thinking it until she said it. And they were like, oh, oh God, I hope. I hope. I hope. No. Poor Jack doesn't. I was more because of Jack. <laughs> Jack was like, don't you touch it. <laughs> but she waited until she was 38 to have yeah. kids because she didn't want to be too late and miss out on that. And Steve gives her a look like, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> you should have waited. 16 years wasn't long enough. <laughs> um, it it bothers me that uh, I guess it was the 40s. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you think someone would have stumbled upon that rocket in Alaska? <laughs> I mean, 
like Alaska is it's not as desolate as as we think. It's, it gets warm at times. It's got, it's got moose. It's not Antarctica. Yeah. Like at least in the movie, he crashes in Antarctica in the in First Avenger. Yeah. And I mean, it was the forties. Of course, we're not going to to register that. Yeah. Alaska. Come it's on. Been well called. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, Whatever. So. So yeah. So. So right now, the the best part was Brenda joining in because Brenda joined in when like half the movie was done. Oh yeah, she had so, so many questions. So so she was confused as by I believe even we who watched it from the beginning were just as confused because the eighteen different plots. Yeah, because I mean, let's just like kind of skip some stuff. Let's get, yeah, Bernie, Bernie gets and, yeah, Bernie and Jack and Sam are all killed. Yeah. By the chic uh, Italian like posse that Red Skull employs. His daughter's posse. His it's like his daughter's friends. They yeah. just drive Porsches and and have like the greatest fashions. Yeah, and then they go back. So it's Sharon now and Steve, and they go back to where the original site was. Yeah, because no, this is the part that like they're trying to find Doctor Vasselli's journal because for some reason yeah. they want to find out Red Skull's original name. I don't get that. I don't know what what that was gonna. Accomplish. Yeah, do for them. Like, I forget who even told them. Was it Sam? I think yeah, Sam was Sam. like, if he's using the that same name. The journals. Yeah, if we find out what his name is, what what are you gonna do? Google him? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the nineties. Yeah. It, like, I I didn't know what it was gonna do. No. So, and so I was looking for this goddamn book because apparently it has Red Skull's name on it. And then when we find it, the Italian posse comes back. <laughs> And there's a reoccurring theme. Whenever you think Sharon and Steve are doing their own thing without a plot line, <laughs> the Italian pasta shoots up. They're always there. Yeah, no matter where they go. There's no cops in this movie yet. I will find you. <laughs> was that Zod? Yes, it was. <laughs> I wish Zod was trying to get the journal. Oh, that would have been such a better movie. Just not even Michael Shannon, just Zod. Oh. Which, reminder, while when Freddie Mercury is overseeing the the Super Soldier program, he goes, well, he ain't Superman. Oh, yeah, they do. It's like, we didn't, we didn't get Chris Reeve, but we... We got JD's kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, really, they, they, do that, they do that in Spider-Man, too. I feel like whenever they... Whenever it's, like, the first... Marvel movie like yeah. Spider-Man one, Captain America one. Think about how far we've come though. They're always like, "He's no Superman." <laughs> <laughs> Think about how far we've come though. The fact that now Marvel makes all these incredible movies and like DC's late to the party. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, I mean, this compared to the first Batman, oh. do you think it's on par? Do you th- oh. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't mean obviously not as good. Obviously, or else be more well known. I think what this movie needed was it's got a nine percent fan rating on Rod. It got a three point three, but I'm saying, uh, as far as like technology wise, do you think the suit should have been better, or do you think the suit was par for the course? Oh, the suit was horrible. I mean, I mean, the the suit had the elements except for the ab pack strap. Look, once you told me about the rubber ears, I couldn't take my eyes away. Oh no, yeah. So in this movie. Cap's ears stick out in the costume, but mm-hmm. it, it it chafed Matt's ears. So they have it cover his ears, and then they attach rubber ears. Yeah. And they don't they don't play well. 
Oh, and then and then he's where the red and white stripes are for Cap's costume. It's like over top the. It's like a corset. Blue. Yeah. yeah, and it's got like the sculpted abs on there, but he's got like a saber tooth eight pack. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, from far away, it looks good. From far away. Yeah, that, I'm telling you, that scene when he confronts Skull, yeah, they when, looked at each other. Yeah, when he's like 20 feet away and he's just yeah. in the doorway, we were like, oh, that's Cat. Yeah. But it's a shame because I like the that costume. Yeah, it's a. It it really made me appreciate the 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 way the the Marvel costumes, the cinematic universe costumes. I mean, on Matt's Matt's Captain America, those wings were huge. Yeah, they were giant. They were huge. I mean, I but I like the 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 uh, Captain America, the uh, the Star Spangled Man with the plan. Yeah. Um, that costume. Because uh. there was. The original Cap costume, and I really liked it. Yeah, I, I like the costume. I thought it played well. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if, we, if they had a better script and they had a better actor, it would. I think. And a better, maybe a better choreographer, because some of the action. Choreographer. Oh yeah, the action scenes like. There were anytime you needed an action scene, it was somersaults and back. It was backflips. Yeah, he would do. Like a, he would do a backflip. And then he would get shot. <laughs> he was always getting shot. It was like we want to see him – like, yeah, he threw the shield. That was cool. We want to see him use the shield defensively and offensively. I think if we – like, if you had a bigger guy, maybe buffer and taller, Yeah, I can that, see that suit, it wasn't terrible. No, I, I think – I mean, first of all, Matt's – Matt Salinger was horrible. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the best. He wasn't likable at all. Yeah, Cap- I, like I said, I, I wanted to spend more time with the Italian Red Skull. <laughs> Two words for this movie: cat blows. Yeah, <laughs> because there was nothing made interesting about him. He did, mean, yeah, he didn't have the heart of Steve Rogers. Do you watching this? Do you have a more of an appreciation for Chris Evans more than ever? Yeah, yeah. He plays that genuine. Yeah, that good old like boy who, yeah. who like remember in Avengers when he's like, I don't know about that, but that's not what God looks like. Yeah. Uh, like, and he jumps down to go fight with Thor, and you're like, yeah. shit. But when he saves the like, there's even the Avengers movie when he saves like the people in the restaurant, like he saves like the the oh in Stuttgart, and um when he's like last time there was a man in Germany standing over everybody, we ended up disagreeing. Yeah, yeah, it was like. Uh, like he tries, I think when at the end when like he's with the president and he's like, like get behind me, sir. What? He tries to have that like homey America yeah, thing, I, but I was like where was that the entire yeah, time? Yeah, like why were you a dick? Like because he pulled the dick move on poor Sharon. He steals a Fiat from Sharon and ditches her in Italy. And when he wants any good, because he goes to still. So this is where it goes. We in the journal. We get the notes, and when we read the notes, it says – she says, oh, I don't want to say the boy's name. Yeah, she doesn't know it, but so she knows we, where he was from. Um, so we spent all that fucking time, right? Yeah. So uh, so she needs to, he needs to speak Italian, and that's when Sharon comes up and from, I guess, chasing after the Fiat on foot. And so they get into the the place where the Red Skull used to live. They get a record. They find this old school recording device that has the beginning of the movie where 
Little Red Skull was playing the was playing the piano, and then it recorded his family getting yelled at and shot up. Yeah. So they so Sharon makes a recording of that recording with her Walkman. With her, yeah. <laughs> which doubled over as a music player and a and a recorder device, and so then so then they find a map or something. Or how do they even get to the place where Red Skull's castle they, is? They, they, they get in a shootout again, and they steal Red Skull's daughter's wallet. Oh yeah, that's right. And what does she have for like her ID with her address on it? Oh like, yeah, that's it's right. It's so. <sighs> and it has, and she has a picture in her wallet. <laughs> like um, surveillance. It is a surveillance photo of her and of her dad, her... like looking around, like no one. Like why do you, why do you keep that in your wallet? Like this is the only picture I have of me and my dad. Like. Yeah. Uh, so they make a way to the 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 building, and then she pulls the the bitch and ditch the the cat, because cat basically does the same thing. He bitches, oh, I'm not feeling too well. Pull the car over, and then she's like, oh, we need to get over here. We need to get out. We need to get out. We need to get out. And then yeah. she puts. Does the ditch? Yeah. So she she drops his shield and his costume off and drives away yeah. and gets captured. And the Negan's men. Yeah. Because because now they all have leather jackets and uh, have every road blocked. So so now he has to uh uh he's attacking the fortress. He's mounting the fortress. Dressed uh, as Cap. And meanwhile, the president's yeah. been oh, kid, the, we, we have talked about the president. Look, the president is played by Dick Jones. It's actually Ronnie Cox, but Dick Jones from RoboCop. Yes. Okay. This is not a, a president who sits down. All right. This is Air Force One. That has Harrison Ford. Ford. President. Get off my damn plane. <laughs> He's that kind of president. Yeah. It's like Mystic in Action, Jimmy Carter. So <laughs> He does look a lot like yeah. Jimmy Carter. So they have him in a cell. He busts out of that cell. He's running around. He gets to the top of the fortress, and he gets surrounded by men. And Red Skull's like, ah, it's over. Because they've been keeping him in here and, like, shooting him up with some shit to make his, like, bone softer or something like that so they can implant a yeah, chip in him to mind control him. Some shit. It's flimsy as hell. It's but. some reason, like, we haven't brainwashed him yet, but we're still holding him. And he – so Dick Jones is on like the – he's like, you need me for your plan, don't you? And he goes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he jumps off the side of the fortress. And this is probably Brenda's favorite part because she's like, what a president. He'd die. He'd die so they can't get him. Yeah, so they can't ruin the United States of America. But don't worry because old Matt Salinger catches him. And he's like, hey, Mr. President. And when, and when the president – when he first escapes the cell, he looks down in the hole in the floor <laughs> and goes, Sharon. Yeah, they've got Sharon. Uh, up until this point. He has no idea who knows, Sharon is. He doesn't know who, who the fuck <laughs> Sharon is. Uh. So so then after he says something, he goes like, so so I said to, I, I said to Ryan, I'm like, is did he just say Sharon? He's like, oh, I don't know, I don't think so. I think he was just like, oh, the kid or something like that. Oh, but he says it again. And then he goes, they got Sharon. Yeah, they, they got Sharon down there in that fortress. Yeah, I guess they did say Sharon. But I like when he fanboy out. He fanboyed when he saw Cap, and he was like, oh, you're Cap. Like, I saw you as a boy. And he was about to go full on selfie mode. Yeah, I was pretty impressed because I've seen him be a dick to RoboCop. <laughs> so for him to be a fanboy, I was like, oh, he, Ronnie Cox can act. It was, it was, it was good. 
He was probably my favorite part of the movie. Anytime the president was in it. I feel like the movie, it could have been like Air Force One. It could have just been the president versus Red Skull. Yeah, I would have Like Matt Salinger running out Sharon. I didn't need all that. I didn't know. If Ronnie Cox is going to break out and then kill himself so Red Skull can't get, yeah. like, what a great film. Yeah, I mean, if, and then when he when he grabs the the best part of the movie is every time he's in it because when he picks up the phone off the guy he punches out he punches out a dude. Oh, he punches out so many people. Grabs the like this mobile mobile phone and he goes, "Get me to NATO now. This is the president of the United States. We need to send a mission. We need to send a rescue team here pronto." I'm like, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna write in uh, President Timothy Kimball. When I vote in November, I know. I'm gonna write it in. Oh, Timmy Kimball. <laughs> there you go. They got to call Ronnie Cox. I think you're the president. I think you won. Let's let's say enough is enough. Yeah. Let's get Timmy Kimball because remember he even says to Ralphie's dad, I, he's like, I'm pretty sure my bill will pass because I believe there are more good people than senators in your pocket. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. And then when he sees Ralphie's dad at the fortress, he's like, how are you going to square him out of this one? Pop! Pop in the face! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, Ralphie's dad! He punches out... There was a point when it turned into a buddy cop movie, and it was just Cap and the president just kicking ass in this fortress. How good of a movie would this have been had Cap be the side subplot, and we saw the entire thing from Timmy Kimball's perspective? Yeah. I mean, it's not a great cat movie, so uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I would be you. You'd be like, "Here's your president. He was inspired by. He was. He always wanted to be president, but it wasn't until he saw that superhero save, rescue him and the president of the United States in the White House that he says he goes to the Vietnam War and says because it's the right thing to do. He was more Captain America than Captain America." That's true. Yeah, we yeah. saw more of his heart than we did of Matt's. Yeah. And <laughs> Unfortunately. Even when he's getting – he's like, that's the best you got when they keep injecting him with the stuff. And then when he was like burning the, the hole out, he was using his mind to be like, I'm captured. Oh. I got busted out of this – I see this like pentothal thing that will start – like it's like acid to the, to the metal. Let me start doing that. And when he busts out, he kicks out the door. Man, you're right. Yeah. He is more of a cat than cat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> so we finally get the scene when that the way we were talking about earlier when we see Cap from like far away in the doorway. And then uh Red Skull's like, Oh, come and face me, little brother and then they fight. Which was so weird. I hated the brother thing. Like when Cap says, Stop calling me your brother and he punches him like, Yeah, Stop saying that because it's fucking annoying. <laughs> not because it's like, oh, I'm not really your brother. We're, we're yeah. just created from the same project. No, it was annoying. <laughs> it felt like from uh, the 90s uh, series with um, Mark Wade and Ron Garney. Yeah. Captain America, is, um, he needs a blood transfusion. Oh, what about Skull gives him the blood? Only, yeah, yeah, because it helps rescue the super soldier in him because he's got this the the serum in him, like part of the. So I, I like that. So, but, but so, but that's more of like him purposely doing that. So he's like, "No, I'm forever inside you, Captain America." Like that creepy thing, but him to just be like, "Brother." Well, I felt like whenever Red Skull faced Captain America, like 
whenever he wasn't around Cap, he had like cool, cool like speeches and stuff, yeah. cool lines. But whenever like Cap was in the room, he got like all like like <laughs> he just kept repeating himself. Because yeah. remember he was like English lessons, English. I'm learning yeah. English. Yeah. How do you say this? And then the second time he's like, "You're my brother, little brother, little, little brother. brother. You're inferior to me, brother." Yeah. And like, say something else. And then and then so and then we get this like scene where Sharon is now fighting her nemesis, um, Red Red Skull's daughter who killed uh, her parents. Yeah. Um, and so that's being taken care of. And that's when Red Skull goes full on Scarface. <laughs> he's like on top of this hill next to the piano where he's got this device where he's waiting forever for it to upload because it's a bomb that's going to kill like 70 million people. Yeah, it's and, a nuke. Uh, He's like got a he's got a newsy. He's like shooting it up in the air for some goddamn reason. I thought that was cool though. Him having that piano on like that parapet. No, I like that. Like that scene, like I felt like oh this like that was the point when I was like Italian Red Skulls Red Skulls alright. Yeah. Because it felt like very like I don't know classic villain like Red in a suit got the machine gun he's gonna blow up. It reminded There's me a, of that nineties. Red yeah. Skull, which yeah. I love. Do you, do you remember Cap versus the uh, Cap and the Avengers video game? No. Uh, it's where you can be. You can only be one of. You can be only one of four characters. You can be Cap. Oh wait, wait, Iron wait, wait. Man, Isn't this Walmart? Uh, shit. Walker. Vision. Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the second board, you're flying around the on the jet bike. And wonder because Wonder Man comes up and yeah. says, "Thank you, Wonder <laughs> Man." <laughs> Um, have you ever beaten that game? No. Uh, it's well, a, you cheated. Didn't you use vision and turn invisible or something? Well, I would hide behind Cap <laughs> for the shield. Um, but Red Skull is the mastermind behind it all. Yeah. And he's in, like, this fucking blue suit Yeah. at the end, and he knows all the martial artists, and he knows all the martial arts moves, so you're, like, fighting the Red Skull, and it's like, na 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 like this awesome, like, classic video game music. And when you beat him, Red Skull goes like this, ah, ah, and he falls to his knee and he starts like grabbing his head, and then he fucking turns into like this sent Red Skull Sentinel, but it's like, um, it's got like all of his muscles showing, so it's like a muscled android Red Skull Sentinel thing, yeah. and then coming in in this little like capsule is Red Skull with his arms crossed and the blue suit going, ha ha ha, like it was a trap, yeah, right? so then you have to fight this giant Red Skull Sentinel. It's like that Red Skull is like legit because he, he he gets all the villains going. Like he gets Grim Reaper, and when you beat Grim Reaper up, you see Red Skull on the te- television. Ha ha ha! Like it was all a trap just to get him there. Yeah. So it's like I love that. I see that Red Skull and Italian Red Skull. Yeah, Italian Red Skull is like he's pretty. He's, he's awesome. like Bond villain Red Skull. Oh yeah. Which I, I like. I mean, World War Two Red Skull has its place, but. I prefer like when he's out of World War II. <laughs> Me too. He's a much more interesting character because it's no longer because the world as he sees it is like Cap the way Captain America sees it. It's no longer black and white, yeah. and both can't adjust to their to their surroundings anymore. Because Cap's like, because even Cap's like, I'm I'm a, I'm a black, there's good and there's bad, and I'm living in this gray area world now and that's sort of like red skull there's black and there's white now i'm living and like uh, why why do i need to team up with dr doom like stupid lot variant yeah. like that's the way he is so yeah i wish uh i wish red skull would come back in the movies 
I think it, I think it was a missed opportunity not to what? have Robert Redford rip off his face. Because, <laughs> because then you could have been like, oh my god, the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, oh, the Cosmic Cube kept him alive. I don't yeah. care. Or zapped him into Robert Redford's... Well, I heard Hugo Egan doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to do it. That's what we... But he's... But yeah, but I mean, it's makeup. It's makeup. Just give anybody a red skull face. <laughs> really? Get get this guy, get Bill Paulin to come want, out and be Italian red skull. And if you want to do something, you put that Jack Kirby red skull face. Oh, with the, the, what Hugo, the wide? <laughs> with the wide, um, eye, wide brow and like the... Yeah. Huge, like the huge jaw that's like almost an it's like it's like a weird skull. It's like not quite a skull, but yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, because even um, Hugo Weaving Red Skull, he had lips. Yeah, like he didn't have his teeth showing. Yeah, no. Let's go I full Red Skull. Yeah, I agree. Let's go full Red Skull, guys. Get Nick Cage. <laughs> Captain America. Uh, it's it's me. It's some. I'm German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? So, so I mean, he throws a shield. He shows. Well, they do the Martha scene. <laughs> Cap, because Cap can't get to Red Skull because Red Skull will shoot him every time he tries to leave the little doorway. And then he ultimately gets shot in the leg too. Yeah, he gets shot anyway. He throws a shield and he misses, and he loses his shield. So he runs out with the Walkman and plays the recording of his of Red Skull's parents mm-hmm. getting shot, which causes Red Skull to pause, but. Nothing really else this, happens. Like, weird turning. He he kind of looks around. Montage and like the daughter comes up to him and she's like, "It's okay, Dad." I didn't get that scene. I felt like I felt like I wanted to get it. I, want, I felt like there was something like definitely missed something. I uh, felt like the setting was right, the piano was there. Like I was like, "There's something." Like if it had been a better movie, I felt like there would have been a moment where I cried. Uh, like oh, he maybe he's not. He did have his childhood robbed. He didn't want to be this monster. They tried to make him sympathetic in the beginning, and yeah. then he's like, "I killed all of your, I killed all of your nation's heroes." I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, it was like, you can't make Red Skull sympathetic. No, it, that's the power of storytelling, though. Like, but I do. I mean, when you think of Zach, Zack Snyder when he did Watchmen, yeah, like he had the comedian be the gunman on the grassy knoll, you know, in the opening credits, but we still felt bad for comedian in the in the film when he goes to um the moloch and he's like it's all a fucking joke yeah. right and um he's like because he was supposed to be the comedian he was the one supposed to understand the joke yeah and when he realizes that his life is basically a giant joke he's no longer the comedian he's the punchline which is why which is why you can feel bad for that character even though he's such a shithead yeah like in Batman Returns, when you feel bad for Penguin. Exactly right. Yeah, he's stealing all the children, but it's this is what happened to him. He got thrown in the river by P.B. Herman. What does he say? It's like better than a bloody nose. Yeah. Like. And then he bites, <laughs> bites his face. <laughs> uh, but so, the, so there was the Martha moment. He knocks him off with the shield. He fucking knocks him into the river. It, he doesn't turn the detonator off. Like, I no, feel like that bomb still went off and they're all a, dead. <laughs> well, the way we see it is he the president like looks at cap sharon hugs cap and then it fades into captain america standing just like the back of him and it goes around <laughs> the camera goes around and it closes on good because the close-up shot on cap's face and it's a freeze frame and then randy newman starts singing the song man white boo i'm a friend too <laughs> we got the captain america 
And then the image transforms into a John Byrne like cap. No, that was the best part of the movie for me. Anytime I get to see John John Byrne artwork. But don't didn't you feel like the end when Cap is like he turns and faces the camera? That was kind of the same as in the at the end of uh, Batman Do when not, you fly out the top of the building. No, no <laughs> that's what no. they were going for. You got that Batman that has the best. Oh, oh I'm not, I'm saying that's great. Yeah, uh, when when it goes up. I'm, okay. With I, the bell. I, but it's that music. It's, yeah. Uh, Batman finale. I'm going to get that, that track going up. But they – I watch a – I love Danny Elfman. Yeah. I think he's the most amazing film composer of all time. Like, oh, yeah? I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love – What's uh, this? What's this? He did the Batman soundtrack. He did yeah. the Beetlejuice soundtrack. Basically – he did all. He did the Pee Wee Herman's uh, Pee Wee Herman uh, soundtrack. Anything you can think of. He did the Alice in Wonderland soundtrack. But so that outro, when it's like, I have that on my iPod. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is always. Because they play the bells. This is like hype. Okay, we get a little bit of the Vicky Vale. Because remember, she's like, Alfred, pull over the car. Yeah. And he's like, I'm dying in four movies. <laughs> I don't have time for you. We know, you know it's Batman. I know it's Batman. There's no need for me to stop this goddamn car. I've got to work on my Batman webpage. It's almost Christmas time. Do you really want me to miss this? It's, it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's a minute and 48 seconds. This okay. is... I also like the part when he drives the Batmobile down, like, the mile-long driveway. And yeah. But uh, uh, she's, she's all, like, dipped oh. out of her mind. Here we... Here we go. Now, if they did that on the end of there, it needed a soundtrack. Yeah, the cap didn't have a theme song. But that's that's how they ended the uh, that's how they ended the Danny Elfman music because I watched the live like orchestra plays music. Oh really? That was the final one. What the hell is that? Right now? <laughs> I don't know. Is that girls on film again? <laughs> no, no, I can't watch that again. I I can't be scarred. I feel like we should have called this episode Batman vs Captain America. Because there's so much – because, like, as much as I wanted to like – like, when Italian Red Skull has his moment, <laughs> right? As much as I wanted to like, like – As much as I wanted to, like, like, oh, this is such a sympathetic moment. Like, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like that setting. I like that scene. But, I mean, nothing tops Jack Nicholson drive around this parade float 
with trust oh, playing. Trust. I mean, did this movie need Prince? Yes, this movie needs some Prince. I think every movie yeah, yeah. needs a little bit of Prince. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, if because if we have to just use songs, mm-hmm. like he's not going to make a whole new album for the movie. Yeah, no. I mean, you could probably fit fitted Kiss in there. Yeah. Like if he kissed Bernie, it'd be like. Ah. <laughs> You know, you know what saddens me is that we can never get Prince to do the Revengers soundtrack. I, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to shoot for it. You know how like yeah. Guardians was just like, we're gonna get old classic rock songs. Yeah. We're gonna have to like contact Prince's estate yeah. and be like, we want to put Little Red Corvette. Yeah. We want to do Party Like '99. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, we 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 kill it. I uh, and Raspberry Beret. And then I want to have creative control of the movie, and I want to be like, okay, uh, it's going to – like if we, if it ends, <laughs> when it ends, and yeah. like they've just saved the day, and like yeah. Asp, maybe Asp and Strongbow kiss for the first time, yeah, yeah. I want to be like, ah. <laughs> And then the credits roll, like, ding, go, dance. Because we're keeping it lighthearted. Kiss would be the perfect yeah. song. Out. Whoa. Let's be perfect. It, that kiss will be the outro to the Revengers movie. Either that or, or let's go crazy. I mean, whatever you want to do. Okay, the kiss is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna. We should start with let's go crazy. <laughs> exactly how Purple Rain started. It could just be them putting their gear on. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's gonna be good. Well, after the after getting the first issue down. Yeah. It's like a cinematic. It's like. Just the first like half. It's like the first like forty-five minutes to the movie. <laughs> Maybe even shorter than that. First twenty apparently because a a page a minute per screenwriting. Oh so really? If we adapt that would be a page per minute. So we have our first twenty minutes down. We can take our first arc, and that would be our movie. Oh wow! Yeah. And then we gotta start start bringing people on board. Yeah, we gotta be like McConaughey. I need you in this movie. <laughs> who would you Who do you want McConaughey to play? Uh, Glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. We can't uh, whitewash um, ourselves. <laughs> we'll do it immediately. <laughs> we'll do it immediately, and no one will like. We won't be famous enough that people will be upset. Like like you know how like no Human Torch is in black. Like yeah. we won't be famous enough for people to be like McConaughey can't play Glory. Cause like it ain't easy just being an immortal black man. See, I would I would have him pull a Paul Bateney and have him be Prestige. <laughs> it's hard being a robot. I gotta figure out all your science things. Why aren't you dead, Glory? I don't understand why you got back up from that. <laughs> you just got hit and nothing happened. I thought life and death went hand in hand. <laughs> It's hard. I'm just like a. I was built built by the Russians, but I'm I'm built by Adamov, and now I gotta I gotta figure out where I fit in this world. Does that mean? Does that mean? I ask, but you're my sister. I feel like a family is a strong bond, and that's something I want to be a part of. I don't. Maybe if you want to be a part of it too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Prestige is cast. We, we, uh. We'll just have to do this every episode now, since now we don't, we have to start because casting. we started drawing, so there's not yeah. much. Like I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't want to give away the first issue. Yeah, because you guys are going to be getting the first issue when we have it. Yeah, done pretty, and drawn pretty, out. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Excuse me. Excuse me. So, in a day where, in a week where we lost Prince, I think this is a good movie to have because it gave you a lot of WTF laughs. Yeah. And Italian Red Skull was pretty awesome. And the president was our true Captain America. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the, oh yeah, now that I think about it, you're right, yeah. <laughs> he was more of a cap than cap. But he also did try to, you know, kill Robocop. <laughs> we'll look past that. He put that he put that prime directive in the movie. You know, people fear what they don't understand. <laughs> and Red Foreman was in <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? That's uh, not neon though, that's eighties. Yeah. Or else I would totally do Robocop. Yeah, we would, but it's like top. We may, we may. I think we should have episodes where it's like the neon nerds find a time machine, <laughs> and we'll just like preface it like, "Oh, Phil, what the like?" And we'll warp us back what, in time. What year is it? Yeah. Well, where are we, <laughs> Phil? Oh, we're back in time. Nineteen eighty-three. What's this? They got a cop. <laughs> we 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 see the Robocop come out this year. I don't think so. Eighty-three. Shit, we gotta wait a few more no, years. We can watch Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about 83. So, you have any... I think this is a good episode. Oh, for final thoughts? Yeah, for final thoughts. I think for final thoughts, I think I want to... I want to remind everybody uh, the lessons that Prince taught us. Okay. Just from some songs. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everybody that he said, if it break, when it bend, you better not put it in. (laughs) I think think that's something that we should all remember. Yeah. Going forward. <laughs> <laughs> if it break when it bend, you better not put it in. That's going to be a great hashtag for our final thoughts. <laughs> I always sing it to Brenda, and she's like, what are you saying? But, uh, and also, I think a, a better, maybe a more appropriate one is you that. You don't have to be beautiful to turn me on? You don't have to be beautiful to turn me on, yeah. Oh. That's true. Yeah. I could be turned on by, you know, a, like a mid, you know, like like a basic, like a basic woman sometimes. Like, oh, I see the, I see the appeal. I'm not touching this subject. <laughs> I think a fugly, I think a ugly, I think ugly women. <laughs> That's not what I said, Ryan. I think hair is important. Uh, I think queen. You've got the horn, so why don't you blow? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I feel, I really feel like some cream soda. (laughs) (laughs) Some strawberries and cream. I think mostly, Phil, nothing compares to you. Oh, thank you. And I mean it in the Prince way, not the Sinead way. No, yeah. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) But, But, um... No, what I want to say is that if there are people out there who haven't heard Prince, yeah, take a listen. Take a listen. But more importantly, um, we are gathered here to get this thing called life. It's electric word. Uh, life. I think if there is something that you want to do, if there are people out there who want to make comic books or who want to write or who want to make music and you feel like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm stuck at this other job. I mean, no, do it because nobody's here. You know, life is just a party and parties weren't meant to last. So let's go crazy. Yes, let's go crazy. (laughs) So whatever you want to do, don't wait any longer and do it. 
And the last final thought of the day is if the elevator brings you down, go crazy, punch a higher floor. Boom. And as always, take care of yourselves and each other. So for episode 19. 99. We are your hosts. All right. Take, take care, everybody. This is Phil McNulty. I'm Ryan Brady. Neon News up. <laughs>